What's up, dirty bitches? <laughs> I thought I wasn't going to do that, but here we are. Uh, we got another late night up with uh, your boy Matt and Sean. Another episode of Point and Pivot, episode 11. Siempre es la misma situación. Cuando paso por mi chava para salir a pasear, piensa que cualquier detalle la ridiculizará. Que la falda está muy corta, que prefiere un pantalón. Que con esa mini falda pensarán que es de lo peor. Que ve muy grande su boca con ese lápiz labial. Va de nuevo al tocador y se lo tiene que cambiar. El color de los zapatos no va nada con el top. Una blusa más clarita le combinaría mejor. Y las manos no le lucen con uñas al natural. Va corriendo por esmalte, se las empieza a pintar. How you doing tonight, Matt? I'm good. Hell I'm good. Yeah. Right at a chop shop, you know. What you been up to today? Chilling. Chilling. Yeah, same. Working, you know. Taking out my dogs. This is the first episode in Point Pivot history that everybody has been in the same state. I'm back in Texas for the week, and it's Baby. a good feeling. Miss Texas. It's a late night. It's a late night pod. Late night things pod. Are get, things are gonna get a little crazy. Ah, it might get a little zany out here. Who knows? Who knows? Um, zany, freaky. <laughs> well, have to fuck around and find out. Let's uh, let's kick it off with old boy James Harden kind of talking some shit on old boy Daryl Morey. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? You know, I've uh, I've wet my pecker on it. I've gotten a little uh, a little taste. I mean, I just saw the clip. First of all, what is Harden doing in China? Like. Uh, you know what? Why did he say this in English as well? There's nothing but a bunch of Chinese people standing there listening to him. Let's take a quick pause and just let the people know in case they haven't heard what he said. James Harden called Daryl Morey a liar, and he said he doesn't trust him and has no plans to play for him ever again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Thank you, so, back into it. Why was he speaking in English in China? I think more people in China speak English than you might realize. I think that might be. <laughs> well, you know what? A homeboy probably doesn't speak Chinese. Let's I be real. That. I don't huh? think he. I don't think he speaks any other language other than English. Let's be real. But I just love. I love. You know what? He. He. You know. He repeated it. He said it twice. I think he was looking around the room, and could probably tell that nobody knew what he was saying. Yeah. He was like, "Oh shit! None of these fuckers know what I'm saying." Is um is the nomenclature chimin? Is that a racial racial term? Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Okay. Gonna have to cut that immediately. Okay, yeah, I might just... Okay, sure. Um, I think just, the just people... Just cut this whole minute. <laughs> I, think, I think the people of China, um, they <laughs> hate Daryl Mori. He's talked a lot of shit on China over the years. Oh, is there a... That's a, good, that's a good point, actually. I wonder if there's a full clip, because I wonder if somebody asked him about Daryl Mori, like a Chinese person. Oh, and I wonder if it was charged, you know, because like you said, he said a couple things that are pretty anti-China, even though I mean, you know, whatever that whatever. But you're right. I wonder if there's there's a layer to it. Potentially a little Daryl Morey versus the People's Party of China layer. Yeah, I think uh, I think that might be a part of it. And that's I think that might play into why he said that when he said it and where he said it, because he knew he was going to get the people going. But 
at the same time, I I don't oppose what Harden said. He's not wrong because Maury promised him a fat fucking contract if he did if he took the pay cut to attempt to win a ring to bring in people. He took a big old pay cut, and now that he's re-signing, it doesn't seem like they want to pay him what they promised him. But didn't he? Didn't he? What was his deal with the player option? Because didn't he make some kind of choice that kind of put the Sixers in the position where they they had to explore trade options? Because I feel, oh yeah, he opted in to the last year of his current deal, which means that I feel like that probably meant Philly can't put him on a new deal until that one expires. So but, I think that's that's they why they would have. To, they were aiming to shop him, and then it just kind of fell apart. And then within 24 hours of people finding out that that fell apart, James Harden's going live and saying, yeah, I don't trust this guy. Neither should you. He's a liar. I mean, they both have to prioritize uh, themselves, right? Harden wants to do what's best for Harden. Maury has to do what's best for the Sixers. Right. I feel like no team could offer a deal that was worth, you know, James Harden because – yeah. He's still what? He's second in assists, or was he first last year? He might have been first. He averaged over ten. Yeah, right. So he's still a guy that can affect winning in yeah. the regular season, which is you know that's step one to making the playoffs. And I mean, he's still a guy that's going to bring a lot of tickets to your stadium. So I mean, from the 76ers' point of view, I can understand why it's hard to get a deal done because they're they don't necessarily want to start sucking. Yeah. You know, they still have Embiid. They still have Tobias Harris on a huge contract. Sucks. They, they, yeah, right. They still have, they have so much money invested in this current team that they have until Joel peaks. And once Joel peaks, they're not going to have a good team for a while. I think Joel's peaking right now. I mean, he got his MVP. He just had one of his best seasons of his career. I think we're in that Joel peak right now. Right. I think, I mean, Harden, the Harden is, Played around too much with with so many franchises that I think at this point he's just cursed. I will say, man, he really did change his style of play to play alongside Joel. Um, not only yeah. did he take that giant fucking pay cut, he also changed his whole entire style of play. He wasn't just chucking shots this past season. You know, he only averaged twenty points, twenty and ten, which is an amazing stat line. But that's not James Harden. James Harden's a thirty and and ten, thirty and twelve, like. I think there's a, a partial age thing going on there. But on top of that, Harden realizes he wants to win at this point. And he's willing to change his style of play no matter where he's playing to benefit the team. Is, yeah, but, I mean, you gotta, the track record now is like the way he's gone about leaving teams is so unprofessional. Yeah. And now he's done it three. He's basically doing it three times. Like, Because sure. you got the way he left Houston, which is a mess. The way he left the Nets was a mess. And now here he is calling his GM a, a liar and saying he'll never play for him again. After spending you know. almost his whole career playing for this guy. He, he, I mean, he won MVP under this guy. He was a multi-time scoring champion under this guy. Seven-time All-Star under Maury. So they have like, what is, Where's the gratitude? Like, where, what, what is Harden thinking? Like, you do think he's literally just, like, in the mindset of, I absolutely need to win a championship and – I don't think the Sixers are going to do it for me. Yes. So he's just he's just dipping. Damn. I think so. Dude, but then, the Sixers are not winning a championship. Right. I'm sorry. They're not. They're cursed. But is there a contender 
that would even want Harden? That's a tough one. Maybe no, I was gonna say the Bucks, but I think they're content with Drew Holiday. Him and Giannis hate each other. Oh, I'm unfamiliar with that. Oh, oh dude, there's I'm beef. Not. No, I'm not. They no, shit on each other during All Stars. They shit on okay. each other all the time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that would never. Dude, they would I never mean, play with each other. On Twitter, I've, I've been seeing Celtics fans say they wouldn't even take James Harden for free, which I think is no. Nah, that would totally fuck up everything. Hey, as as a, a Celtics fan, dude, if if James Harden came to us on the same deal he went to Philly for or or something along those lines where we didn't have to give up very much to acquire him, I would take that in a heartbeat. I love James Harden's game, and I, I do think he can play winning basketball. Despite do you think – so Harden goes to the Celtics. You still have – say you still have Tatum and Brown. Yeah. Does – who runs point, Harden? Yeah, and Derek White at the two. Damn, so you just got Tatum off ball? Yeah, I mean, he can play off ball. Let's let's not pretend like he can't. He can. I mean, Tatum's a, a special player. You you just pass him the ball when he's posted up or whatever. He'll make the shot. He'll make the shot. He'll make the shot. I mean, he's like that. But the Sixers would never – I think in order for Harden to leave, he has to be traded. Yeah. And they would never give him to the Celtics. You think we're looking at a Ben Simmons type situation where he just ends up sitting for a year? I hope not. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, because if you look at what the reality of the situation, the only way he can leave is is if he's traded, and that is in the 76ers control. He right. can't trade himself. So if he if he means what he's saying and he's refusing to play for the the Sixers, and yeah, he's just gonna end up sitting and getting the shit fined out of him. Yeah. He's gonna lose millions of dollars. He doesn't care about that, dude. He he spends that in the strip club on a Tuesday night. He doesn't care. I mean, how much time does he have left as well? Like, that's just such a bad decision. Yeah, that's true. Do you, do you think it's like a 76ers type deal where it's they, they just fuck over amazing players? Ben Simmons, James Harden, Markel Fultz. I don't know, because you know, they're historically speaking, they're 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 a solid franchise. You got some of the best players ever who played for the Sixers. You know, Bark, Charles Barkley, Dr. J. They won. I think they won one championship. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, so I mean, they got history of of being a good franchise. I think it's just a weird fit because, like you said, Harden's game is to be a primary scorer, and in Philly, he's he hasn't been able to. I feel like Doc Rivers has a lot to do with that as well. Yeah. That's yeah, true. I think Doc is the one that that told James that he needs to change his game. Yeah, no, I remember I mean, at the start of the season, Doc told him, like, hey, I want you to be aggressive, but we also need you to be our main facilitator. So, I mean, yeah. And the best games that Philly played in the playoffs, in my opinion, were game one against the Celtics, mm-hmm. where Harden dropped like 50 or something, yeah. just completely torched them. And then I think it was the third game against the Celtics as well, where Harden went off. You know, but like he's always had the Celtics number. Let's let's be real. He's he's always daddied the Celtics. I just I can't wait to see how this plays out because now Harden's kind of dug himself into the hole where okay, man, are you are you the kind of guy that walks the walk? Like, are you gonna live up to your word or are you full of shit? Because, I mean, if he says this, I, he literally said, I will never play again. Okay, cool. But if you end up just going back, then kind of a bitch. You know, well, that's some pussy behavior. But, man, maybe he just sacks up and says, all right, I'll play t- for you until you trade me. 
I mean, but that's just so unrealistic. He, it's James Harden. There's no way it's easy to work out a James Harden trade. Yeah, I, I mean, his, no way. his value is so hard to put a, a figure on. Yeah, I mean, like, because, I mean, you can't – he really wasn't an injury problem last year. And he was a top three assist player. And, I mean, he produced when he had opportunities. You know, he's not a 30 – he wasn't a 30-point-per-game guy, but that's because Joel was the primary scorer on that team anyway. So, I mean, that's probably the most, aside from maybe that year with Chris Paul in Houston, that was probably the most scoring power he had alongside him. And also uh, OKC when they went to the finals and all that. But like that, that Sixers team with Joel, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris. Maxey, yeah, Maxey, Maxey, Maxey needs to get buckets. Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably the most scoring, top three most scoring power he's had his whole career, aside from that one year with CP and then OKC. But okay, and so Max- he was like 20 years old. You know, he was a kid. Yeah, he was a baby. Yeah, that's baby Harden. And Matt, dude, Maxie is so much faster than him and so much more athletic that it got to a point last year, and you could you could tell that like Maxie was getting annoyed with Harden. So he's like, man, this dude is too slow. And he didn't hustle. Like, you know, he he doesn't really he doesn't make those extra hustle plays that often. But that's not that's never really been him. He's just been a finesse guy. He's always he's always been about that finesse, which is why I love him so much. Yeah, shit, I love the finesse game. Yeah, right. When he hits when he hits a step back three, come on. Money. And people people rag on him for all his free throws, but if anybody else could get to the free throw line like that, they would. You know, he he mastered the craft of of drawing fouls and getting there. And that's uh, that's a that contributes to winning basketball, whether you agree or not. It does because those are points. Oh, you need free throws. You know, games that are decided by one to two points, like that's clearly that's a free throw kind of game. You know, exactly. Nobody ever makes all their free throws, so you know, it's the mo- and it, I think it's the most crucial part of the game. Honestly, if it yeah. comes down to like a really close game, yep. you gotta make your free throws, man. Yeah, man. If you're up there sweating and bricking free throws and what are you even doing in the NBA? Like the Mavs were so goddamn shit at free throws last year. I mean, they were fucking shit at everything. <laughs> free throws especially. And, you know, we didn't even make the play-in. Yeah. So even if we made our free throws, it probably wouldn't have made a difference because you're not you're not falling out of playoff contention because you're a, a 50% free throw team. You fall out of complete contention because you suck ass <laughs> all around. All around, complete ass sucking. Let's be real. The Mavs didn't want to go to playoffs. They didn't want to make the play-in. They wanted a high draft pick. That's what they wanted. But then what? Then they should have just tanked for Wimby. We did. A, we we wasted a year of Luca before his prime, which is free real estate for Derek Lively. Yeah. Oh my God. But he's probably the best rebounder y'all have had in the past 10 years. Yeah. Ten, uh, yeah. So when did Dwight Powell join the team? As long as Dwight Powell's been on the team, yeah. Uh, I know. To be honest, Lively looked really stiff in summer league. And he looked really green. And he looked like any veteran center would raw dog him silly. Mm, okay. So – but he's a rookie, you know. You got to get, especially at center, you got to give him time. Yeah, he's a teenager. I mean, let's not forget. Teenager, literally he's a teenager. teenager. He's a literal teenager. Duke Blue Devil, you know. So he's he's a little spoiled. He's probably a little soft. Actually, I don't want to say that. He's he's had a lot of 
trials and tribulations in his personal life. So actually, he's a pretty strong dude. But the issue is coaching. Like, I think every championship team in NBA history had a great coach. Every single one. Like, you can't win a championship without a great coach. And Jason Kidd is a horrible coach. A horrible coach. I don't give a shit who who I have to talk to. He's the worst coach of an all-star player in the league, 100%. Any coach that has an all-star player on their team, let alone two, they're making the playoffs. Only us, only <laughs> the Mavericks would not make the fucking play-in with Luka Doncic on their team, and it's because Jason Kidd is a horrible coach. Horrible yeah, coach. I'm surprised he's not in the hot seat. I mean, maybe he is a little, but... Dude, he's not in the hot seat because he won us a championship in 2011, and Mark Cuban is too loyal to his guys. Like, And, you know, Cuban, shout out to Cuban. He's a cool guy. He's too nice to the 2011 Mavericks. Like, the whole thing was a sham anyway. We brought Dirk in to be an advisor mm-hmm. to the process of us hiring a new coach. And then, like, literally, he just interviews J-Kid once, and he's like, all right, this is the guy you should hire, Cuban. He has an absolute shit record as a head coach. Losing record before he joined us. Absolutely zero qualifications other than that he's been a head coach, which is, like, so many people have been a fucking head coach. You could have given the job to Terry fucking Stotts. Let's get Terry Stotts in here. Let's get Terry Stotts in here. Let's see how he fucking does. I guarantee he would do better. I guarantee he would do better than Jason fucking Kidd, bro. Man, Terry Stotts isn't a name I've heard in years. Dude, if Jason Kidd can coach Luka Doncic, Terry fucking Steve Van Gundy could do it, or whatever his name is, dude who just got fired from ESPN. I mean, do you think that because he is so loyal, uh, Cuban, do you think that there should be a place maybe in y'all's front office for Jason Kidd rather than – No. As, he, you know, he, no, 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 no. He deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame. He was a hell of a player. Mm. But I think when it comes to life after basketball, he should maybe just do summer camps. Yeah, make a – grow a garden or something, just tend to his plants. Yeah. I think when it comes to – front office work and coaching staff. He's just totally not the guy for the job. Maybe he's a he would be a good like assistant coach. But the decision making last year was so poor on so many levels that I don't care how hard them they, they want to apologize for it. And they they basically spent a week him, Cuban, and our GM spent like a week apologizing for the season. And then you know, oh, look at our draft picks and look at our uh, free agency moves. I mean, the Grant Williams moves is a good move, right? But the expectation is championships. Right. At the end of the day, we have Luka Doncic. We have Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Those are two of the best players in the NBA. In my opinion, when he's actually invested and when he's actually at his peak, Luka is the best player by far. Scoring, assists, rebounds. Nobody can do those three stat lines at one time as good as him, period. Especially Jokic. As a, especially as a guard. Dude, yeah, right? Like, Because Luka can do everything in the paint that Jokic can do. Jokic cannot do the things that Luka can do from the three-point line. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. Like, I, I see what you're saying, but I, I – Luka's a better player than Jokic. I think 
I think I just think he is. Like Jokic is a fantastic center and one of the best players of all time. But Luca can get a triple double too, and he can make it look sexier. That's true. It's more, it's more fun to watch. Yeah. Unless you're like a true hoop head, you can't appreciate what Jokic does. And I, yeah, that's the other thing. Jokic is so special. I'm not trying to hate on Jokic, but Luca's just a better player. He's just yeah. a better player, unfortunately. I mean, and huh? He is more entertaining. And I mean, Luca's record, Luca's career before he joined the NBA, Euroleague MVP, champion of of stuff, yep. couple championships. Like he is a winner when yep. he's been on a competent when he's been uh, you know, on a competent team. It's right. literally Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is the only fucking reason we haven't and because I mean I mean fuck we went to the Western Conference final right but yeah. you know they totally blew that goddamn roster up yeah hundred percent I couldn't believe that they didn't even offer what's his uh, Brunson a deal nothing and if we still had Brunson we would be just as good as we were in that conference finals run. But and, y'all, wouldn't you know, have Kyrie. y'all wouldn't have Kyrie right now. I'd rather have Brunson. Really? Yeah, I would, especially long-term, because Kyrie's 32, Brunson's still in his early 20s. Like, long-term, Brunson is a way better option. Personally, man, I, I'm not a believer in Brunson like that. I think he's a great player, but I, I just – and I know that he led the Knicks to the second round and he did all this shit, but I don't know, man. He just – I don't see him being like a long-term incredible player. He's not – he won't be incredible, but he's the perfect guy to have next to Luca. Sure. Because he's reliable. He shoots efficiently. He makes the right passes. He doesn't turn the ball over. Right. Which, I mean, he is Kyrie is like – I mean, he, he's, he's a smart player, you know. Yeah. I just wish – the Mavericks would be consistent with the way they're handling this roster because we have a generational talent right now, but this dude is not going to fuck around. I know for a fact, there's no way Luca is just going to be like Dirk and give us a million chances. There's no way. Yeah. There's only one Dirk Nowitzki and and he was way too nice. If I was Dirk, I would have got the fuck out of here. It's yeah. insane how, the, how he, Stayed with us for so long and was so loyal, and all we could give him in return was one championship. He's literally one of the best players of all time. And we could only Steve Nash left, or I don't know what happened. Did he leave or get traded? Pure incompetency. It was literally the same exact situation as Brunson. Contract year, Cubans talking all year about how we want to resign him. Let him walk. Didn't even make an offer. Just let him walk out the door for nothing. I can't believe that that happened and Dirk stuck around versus now like i i wonder if cuban thinks it's going to be the same situation that they'll must and there's just no way like dirk is literally pro i wouldn't be surprised if there were studies and it it became a fact that he is a top three nicest person of all time (laughs) because he is literally too nice like I, i i don't even understand it because the steve nash situation okay fast forward the year after we win a championship, we blew up that team for no reason. Yeah. The whole thing, we got rid of Tyson Chandler, Jason Kidd fizzled out, the Jet left, 
um, literally blew the whole thing up. And the expectation was, okay, we're going to bring in younger talent. We're going to bring in guys who are similar in skill level, but younger. And who do we get? Crackhead, Lamar Odom, and OJ Mayo. They, they both love crack. Y'all brought in You know what? Crack. Here we are on crack again. And yeah. you know what? People <laughs> like to smoke crack. Crack crack exists. All roads lead to crack at the end. Of All the roads go back around to that rock. Full America. Circle. Full circle around that rock, baby. It's a train <laughs> that never stops. Damn, toot toot, baby. I'm toot sorry, and boot it. Oh, it's... you toot and boot it. <laughs> well, dude, I feel, yeah. like we always, I feel like we always touch on the Mavs, and I'm always about it, but maybe we should switch it up a little. Um, yeah, recently, recently, Chris Stapps confirmed he Ooh, had – What was the injury? He had Plantar. a plantar injury in his foot. Which um, foot? Which side? Which leg? Not sure. Not sure. Don't say, um, but it's 100% plantar fasciitis. Yes, that's that's confirmed. Um, you were telling me a little bit about it. What do you know about a plantar fasciitis? So basically, it's a injury in the middle of the bottom of your foot. It's a tiny little bone or tendon or muscle. Mm. But whatever it is, it's located in literally the middle of the bottom of your foot. So it's like impossible to like pretty much fix quickly because of it, it's hard to access with like machines and stuff. Yeah. So it all comes down to pain tolerance as, as when it, when is, when like playtime and is determined, some athletes can play through it. It also depends on the level of severity because there are levels. So there's a little bit of plantar and then there's, there's people like TJ Warren where like their whole fucking foot is fucked and they literally never play again. Like, uh, the, the, it's a common injury in football, too. Same thing happened to Des Bryant. He was never the same. And it, it happens in football. It happens in uh, it happens in a lot of sports. I mean, it's a foot injury. Like, any athlete that uses their foot, like they're at risk of getting plantar. So basically, so, just anybody ever. Because everybody's walking It's around. one of those things. I mean, it can literally just – it can happen to anybody. Like, the yeah. unfortunate thing is also when you look at KP, he doesn't have a history – of playing through injuries no like he's the kind of guy where like even if his he twists his pinky toe like he's gonna flag down his coach and sit out for a couple days the one saving grace would be that he has time until the season starts but since it's plantar like that's the other thing is it takes a long time to heal but the that's where the pain tolerance comes into play where like Dudes can play through it because it doesn't hurt that bad or it doesn't hurt enough to affect their play so they can just keep playing until it heals. But not everybody is built that way. So some dudes are pussies and, you know, a little bit of pain, they're they're going to sit out, they're going to collect that check and just wait for it to heal. So that being said, I think it's such an unfortunate injury for Sertingus Pingus because we know his history. And, dude, his injury history is horrible. Yeah, that was the one thing when we when we got him, that was the one thing I was nervous about was his injury history. I mean, it's so extensive at this point, like through his New York days, his Maverick days, his he well, actually, I was going to say Wizards. He had a, a, an incredible season with the Wizards. Good so, run with the Wizards. Nothing about the Wizards, but two out, of the teams, two out of three of the teams he's played for, he's he's been plagued by injuries. Right. I mean, 
I think that, I mean, I just hope he can play at least a little bit for the Celtics next year. Yeah. I mean, hopefully more details come out. You said he has, he has he has time. He's got about six He's got time. Days. He's got two months. The unfortunate thing with Plantar, that's two months is just like yeah, nothing. Unless it's literally like the tiniest little little Plantar. Yeah. It is good that they found it before he started playing for Latvia in this FIBA Cup. Oh, you can feel it immediately, apparently. I don't know. I've never had it, but apparently it's so painful. Okay. Because that that's the th- that's the main reason why people don't play because like it's not something that is gonna like have serious long term effects on your body or like I mean like immediate but it hurts like a motherfucker right some dudes just can't can't take it so they 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 can't play well one thing that makes me feel hopeful about the future even though he may have to sit out even come the start of the season are some of these players that have had this plantar fasciitis before. And we've got Lillard in there. We've got Powell, uh, Marcus Camby, Jason Kidd, your boy, and Iso Joe. Those are some guys that have had this and had incredible seasons despite having this injury. So it makes me hopeful that he's able to come back and still be Tingus Pingus. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think when he comes back from it, he'll be fine. Because it, it's I'm pretty sure it is an injury that, that can heal back yeah. to 100%. It right. just takes time. Yeah. Um, I think the big issue is just how much time is going to take. Because I mean, the Celtics gave up a lot. In, in my opinion, they gave up a they gave up their heart and soul for Porzingis. Who? Uh, oh, smart. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, come on. That that guy is the Celtics. He was there before Tatum and Brown. Yep. You know that that'd be like if the Mavericks traded. I mean, we don't really. I mean, we already gave away uh, fucking Dorian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that hurt, dude. That that, that stumped. Was it KP? Was it smart in the first round pick or yeah, first round pick? I, although I don't know if it was our first round pick or another team's because it was a three team trade with with right. the Green. So I dude, this goddamn Rudy, Rudy trade, this goddamn Gobert trade just fucked everything. Dude, the amount of stuff that they got for for Rudy. I mean, Danny Ainge, he's a mastermind. He just fucking fleeced everybody. For Rudy, Rudy just had probably the worst season of his career. Rudy <laughs> Gobert, dude, absolute yeah. Rudy Gobert, bubble, little guy. I've never heard patient of zero. Yeah, patient zero. That's right, dude. He's zero for real. Career. Okay, so Celtics received Chris Stapps. Oh, they got Chris Stapps and a first round pick. Oh, okay. And looks like the only thing they gave up was smart. I mean, smart Gallinari and then a second-round pick. Damn. Dude, I was upset we never got to see Gallinari play for the Celts. That was a bummer. I mean, what is with Celtic? What is with white forwards and the Celtics? How come they always get hurt? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's a, a real bummer, though. As soon as they put that green jersey on, their, their legs just lose all functionality. They give out, and they hang around and collect that check. Yeah, right? Stay, stay up all night in that Boston clam chowder. Boston chowder. Yeah, they love it. Boston chowder and Boston cream pie, baby. Dude, I love me a good cream pie. <laughs> oh, who doesn't love a good cream pie, dude? <laughs> I, I absolutely adore a juicy, juicy cream pie at any time of the day. I'll open that refrigerator. I'll spot me a pie, and I will cream pie that bad boy all day. Dude, breakfast, lunch, or dinner? I'm cream pieing. <laughs> oh, I mean, if I had a choice between 
some barbecue chicken or some cream pie, I'm going all in on that cream pie. <laughs> all all day long. All day. That's all day. All day. Next question. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, man. I'm I'm really hoping he can crack. come back and be just fine. Cracking cream pies. Oh my god. Who? Oh. KP? That might have to be the episode name, Cracking Cream Pies. I think so. <laughs> and strictly strictly food cream pies. Like strictly yes. pies that you eat. Cream pies that you feast upon. What else is a cream pie? I don't even know. I don't even know. I was thinking about food. I was thinking about a solid ass cream pie. Like I pull up. You know what? I'm surprised that cream pies aren't more popular. Like, how come there's not like a cream pie that you can get at Sonic or Wendy's or even a McDick's? Let me get a McDick cream pie. Come on, Ronald. Ronald, give me a cream pie, Ronald. I need that McDick cream pie. Dude, a quick McDick cream pie? Come on, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, a quick McDick cream pie. That's the next thing. You know how you got like like uh, the Travis Scott meal and this, this grimace monstrosity? That's oh, the yeah. next thing. A quick McDick cream pie. And it's a delicious cream pie. Vanilla bean. Vanilla bean cream pie from old McDick. I'm going to get Ronald's vanilla bean cream pie. <laughs> you want to jump into some fantasy? <laughs> Stop talking about cream pies. <laughs> Absolutely. Top ten players that you would cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just kidding. Just kidding. Number Unless one. you're into that. If you're into that, make the list. Do your thing. Number That's one. That's not what me and Sean are here to do. Definitely Kelly Oubre Jr. <laughs> you know, well. I don't even need to get it. We don't even need to get into this. I was joking. All right. All right. So last week we did a top 10 or a top first round fantasy draft. Uh, I was thinking we could jump into a second round today. Beautiful idea. Um, so Let me last pull up the player pool real quick. The, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's do a quick recap of who we had in our first round. Yes. Okay. Should I just list them off? Mm-hmm. Okay. First pick, the Serbian sicko, Nikola Jokic. Second pick, Joel Embiid. Third pick, Luka Doncic. Fourth pick, Giannis. Fifth pick, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Sixth pick would be Boston's own cream pie, Jason Tatum. Seventh pick would be Kevin Durant, a.k.a. Kevin Durant. Number eight would be Demantis Sabanis. Sabonis at eight. That's interesting. Uh, Halliburton goes at nine. Curry goes at 10. Trey Young goes at 11. Donovan Mitchell goes at 12. I want to rethink that, actually. Anthony Edwards goes to 13. And Anthony Davis caps up the first round okay. at the 14th pick. Right. Do you want to rethink the Donovan Mitchell, or do you want to just let that stand? You know what? Let's. I'm gonna ride with it. Let's let it stand. Let's let it stand. It. Otherwise, we're gonna. It's gonna get all contrived and. It's yeah. It's a hypothetical anyway. So. Yeah. True that. It. True that. Um. All right. So I mean, dude. I honestly, I think the first pick of the second round has to be LeBron James. I mean, fuck. If really, you, okay. So who who has the first pick of the second round? Lawson. Ain't no way he's taking LeBron James. 
I think a hundred percent he's taking LeBron James. Because you can still he could still get Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. He could still get Damian Lillard. Right. He could still get James Harden. He could still get De'Aaron Fox. I think. Oh, he might go Fox. Didn't he have Fox last year? Yeah, if he went AD, we think he would. Well, no, he had Fox. Maybe. But is Fox the first pick of the second round? I honestly think he'd probably go Dame because Dame had a hell of a year last year. Yeah, I'm down with that. But the whole Dame situation of him still being up in the air for trade, do you think that would affect how he may think? I'm going to assume that that gets settled before draft night. Okay. I think because Dame's wherever Dame goes, he's still going to be incredible. He's He's got two, three years left. All right, let's operate on the assumption he gets traded to Miami. Yeah, totally. Still, still 15th pick. He's still going to be a beast. Yep. Okay. So Jimmy Butler's a forward anyway. He sh- he shouldn't be playing point guard. They just don't have anybody else that can do it. Yeah, I mean Gabe Vincent. Okay, like whatever. But when he's out of there, he went to L.A. Yeah, that's true. Oh shit, that's true. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a Laker now. But apparently the the uh, Blazers don't like the offers they're getting. Yeah, I've heard that. So, ah, you're right, actually. You know what? It might take longer than that. I'm going to say Dame is not the 15th pick. But then would it be – maybe I'm hating. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say LeBron James is the first pick of the I think it would have to be LeBron. Yeah, it would have to be. Like, even though he would already have one Laker in AD, I, I can't see somebody scrolling into the second round and seeing LeBron James still sitting there and saying, saying ah, I think there's somebody better. I mean, come on. It's LeBron. He might be 40, no, right. still Braun. Okay, who's got 16? Shit, who was it? I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but not, no shot, no shot. So it would be Tola. It would be Tola. Okay, Tola, let's see. Let's see. Hey. Devin Booker probably. Yeah. He's the next best player on paper. I could see that. Yeah, I could definitely see D-Book going second round, uh, 16. Right. Well, I mean, well, dude, I don't know. With Bradley Beal being there now, that's a whole nother option that needs the ball, and he needs. Oh yeah. I'm I'm kind of off on D book this year until like maybe the third round. Personally, personally. Yeah, you know, you know, I I agree. I wouldn't take Booker in the second, but <laughs> Booker keeps getting taken earlier than I expect him to every year. That's true. That's true. I had him one year, and it was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't make a lot of threes. Yeah, surprising, surprisingly not. Threes are so important to fantasy. Yeah. Like a good three-point shooter can be can turn a a 40-point guy and literally into a 50-point guy. Like, yep. Threes are so important to, to fantasy gaming. That he's just not one of those guys. He doesn't have that three-point dog in him. A good Devin Booker three-point game is if he makes three of them. Versus, like, you got guys like Trey or not Trey, really, but like Luca or Steph or Shea or Mitchell or. So, do we, do we want to say that he takes Book at 16? You think he'll take Book or Ant Man? Ant Man capped off the last round, though. Oh, you're right. Yeah, honestly, I, th- I think just looking, or uh, no, probably, probably Fox. He'd probably take Fox. Oh, shit. True that. Yeah, Fox would be, I think, a better option than book plus fox has that double double potential which is yeah and he's proven that he can play with uh sabonis yep okay so we'll say uh tola takes uh fox okay i like that 
Next, yeah. uh, Noah at, at 12. I'm going to say he goes Victor. Wemby? Yeah, I think he goes. I think, I think, I think that's the Wemby pick. Damn. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. You, I think, I think it is. I mean, people love this guy. Yeah. They're excited about I, him. I think that's a fair spot for him. Cause I mean, it, he's, he'll be good. Yeah. He'll be good. I think he, he'll at least, who did Noah? Who did who did we have Noah taking? Because I we have to take into consideration the positions that they're drafting. Oh, yeah. So which which first round pick is he? Uh, ten or twelve? Twelve. He's taking uh, Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that would work out perfectly then, because he would need a he would need a, a forward slash center. Right. That's totally the Wemby pick, bro. Okay. Damn. Wemby at what sixteen? Uh, yeah. No, it's seventeen. Seventeen, damn. Yeah, I mean, that seems about right to me. A lot of, I think, a lot of people would would take him in the first, just because the hype is so real. Right. Yeah, especially like those late rounds when you see someone like Donovan Mitchell or Anthony Edwards hanging around. Like, why not take a take a risk on on Wemby? Oh yeah, think of that ceiling. I mean, if if he, because I mean, just look at his second summer league game. He looked he looked really good, especially at shooting. So. Yeah, dude. If he's even seventy-five percent of the player that people think he's gonna be, I mean, he, he'll be a fantastic option. Top, top, top twenty fantasy player easily, easily. and this person would be getting it at seventeen. So, yeah. All right. So next is uh, JD. He would be getting Curry, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. No. Or is it Trey? Trey. He would be getting Trey. Okay. So with that, dude, I, I think. He might go for Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, I, I t- uh, over Pascal. Yeah, Pascal, dude. I think he may be getting traded this coming season. I think the Raptors are about to enter that rebuild mode. Hey, but then I mean that might even make him better because he's might. one of those guys that that does really well on a good team. That's true, but who's who? You know, where would he end up going? Who's who's moving for for Pascal? Who needs a Shit. forward like that? I mean, the the asking price would definitely be huge. Huge. That's a multiple. That's a multiple first round pick kind of trade. Yeah, it would have to be. It would have to be a shit team. Yeah, that has a lot of first round picks. Maybe I don't. I know that's that's a good question. I mean, I feel like it's fifty fifty. It's 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 like the uh, John Collins situation. Like Atlanta, it took Atlanta so long to trade him. Because remember, we've been talking about John Collins getting traded for years. Yeah, he's been in rumors every single year for like right. five years. But John Collins isn't Pascal Siakam. Let's. Oh, what about Laurie? Laurie would be a sweet pick right there. Yeah, he would. Laurie might be a great pick there. I honestly, I give me Laurie over Cat. Yeah. Okay. Right up. Okay, so we got a we got a Trey and and Lowry combo. That's kind of icy. No pun intended. I think I mean Laurie was a ten top ten guy last year. Getting getting him at eighteen. Yeah, dude. I last season yeah. Loki finessed the fuck out of Harrison for him. <laughs> I mean, to be fair though, nobody saw that coming. Yeah, he was like an afterthought in the trade. Yeah, like that's yeah. crazy how he how he turned out that way. And it looks like Utah's going to keep feeding him that rock. I don't, I don't think they plan on changing their primary scorer. And dude, he's going to be coming in in the best shape of his life after serving in the military. He served in the military. He's serving right now. Yeah, he had. To, where is he from? What like, Sweden or something? I didn't know. I have no uh, Finland. Finland. Yeah, he had to serve in the Finnish army this no year. No way. That's so sick. Yeah. So this and 
So I think he'll be coming in. Gonna be amped. He'll be looking nice. <laughs> All right, nineteen. Nineteen. Who did? Who was? Who? That is Nick, and he had Steph. I mean, he could go. I could he see could him probably Lamelo, the double point guard. Yeah, Lamelo or yeah, Lamelo. I think people are going to be down on Cat. Yeah, yeah. I I think Cat will still end up going second round, but I, okay. I think Lamelo might be that that spot there. Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, Bam is still there. Jalen Brown is still there. And that that triple double potential with Lamelo is just insane. There's no way he has another season like he just had. Nah, I mean, the bad, the bad luck that guy just suffered was. I know, right? He's he's a top ten player. He is a top ten player. Like, I feel like maybe I could take him at five, and I I really wouldn't regret it if he if he stayed healthy. Right. Because I mean, Brandon Miller. Oh, dude, B. Miller. He's not going to take away from his game. Dude, I think Brandon Miller's ceiling is is Chris Middleton. Exactly. And, like, that's a good compliment to Lamella. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's oh. – yeah. Miles Bridges coming back. Lamella, Lamella was had his best fantasy year when he was playing with Miles Bridges. That was only – that was also his, like, only fantasy year. But – Yeah. I mean, last year he was on track to be just as good. He just kept getting hurt. Yep. Every yep. time he played, he was dropping at least 40 points. Easily. Damn. I might – I feel like I, I kind of – damn. Okay. Okay, so let's let's say he takes LaMelo. So it's Steph and LaMelo on the next team. Next is Peyton. And we had him taking Hallie. He'd have to go go big. I don't know, dude. I could see him also doing the double point guard and going to Jante. Over Jalen Brown? Over JB. DeJounte does everything. He does. And I feel like he really liked DeJounte last year because he took DeJounte at nine. Yeah, that was his first pick. Do you think it might be sour on DeJounte, though? I mean, DeJounte was great, but do you think it may have soured him on it? Because I think Peyton was expecting him to be like Spurs DeJounte, and obviously he wasn't because there just wasn't the opportunity for him to be that guy. I mean, I remember we did that trade where he gave me DeJounte and Jarrett for uh, Mitchell. And I think for a solid three weeks, he was regretting it because DeJounte gave me three weeks of top ten fantasy production it just yeah. it didn't last the whole time i had him but right he definitely it took him a while to get there though like i i can see why peyton got sick of him because for like the first eight weeks of the season he was an average player right. it was also his first year with the hawks like new coach and then they changed coaches again yeah so he was kind of the man though let's be real i mean he he's nice he took uh the celtics seven games who who Quinn, the uh, Hawks coach. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think he's a, a great coach. I think uh, give him a couple years, he'll have the Hawks, you know, fifth seed, sixth seed. Yeah, dude, and I'll be honest. I've watched DeJounte live maybe four or five times in my life. He's, dude, the way he moves, it's it's hard to not want him on your team. Real deal? Real deal. I mean. Oh, yeah, I love to have him. Man. He was He's a great player to have on your team. Yeah. So. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, then, okay, so then we're at twenty-one. Yep, and that's uh, shoot. I don't know. Let me see his name real quick because he's he's the guy that we added through Kyle. Um, okay, let's. I'm gonna just say he could take Jalen Brown. It's Rasheem TB uh, at eight or the eighth pick. Going yeah, that, that's the Jalen Brown pick. I think so too. I mean, yeah. 
JB's prone or he's set to have a fantastic year. Yeah, I think he's there's no way he, he 22 is even a little low. I, I can see him definitely going earlier than that. Yeah. Okay, so then damn, 20 22. Kyle. Okay. Like Kyle. Dame, but so if Dame is totally good to go, like there's no drama and he plays day one. I think he goes early second, but if it's still up in the air, he would probably fall even past like the third, fourth round because who wants to to draft a guy that they don't know if he's ever going to play like that early? And one guy I know he's not taking is Carl Anthony Towns. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hell no. He's got DeMontis right now. Would he take, what, Kyrie or or, uh, Butler? Oh, I could see him taking Kai. Or maybe Kyrie's a beast, and I really don't see him having any off-court issues next year, honestly. Yeah. There's no reason. Right. I think he's playing at least 70 games. Okay. So he'll have Sabo and Kai. Yeah. I could see that. That makes That's a good lineup. Yeah. Yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, All right. who's at 24? Ajo. Okay. Is that Bam or DeMar? Or or Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Buckets. This is pretty late for him. Actually, no. Buckets usually goes in the third. I could see it. No, I, Simon took him second round last year. Right. Is that Hemi? I think that might be Hemi. Yeah, I think so too. That's got to be Hemi. Like yeah. even if, like let's pretend that Lillard doesn't go there. Then it's definitely Hemi. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. So what would his squad be looking like? Who do you take? He's got Hemi. What is that? That would be what fifth or sixth pick? Yeah. Hemi and Tatum, power forward, small forward. Same exact combo from last year. Oh, really? Simon did. He took he took uh, Tatum first round, Hemi second. Damn. All right. But it's a fantastic combo. Twenty five. Is that me? Yes. I'm taking Giddy. The Gidmeister. That I'm early. taking Josh Giddy. Damn. So you'll have, have you'll have that SGA giddy combo. Yeah. I, I think and the thing is I have an early third round pick anyway. So sure. Fair. You know, there'll be somebody good there. But okay. I need I need to have Giddy. Damn, okay. I can rock with that. Okay, who's going 26? 26 is Tiwa. Tiwa. Mm, he likes DeRozan. Yeah, I could see him going DeRozan. Or I I'm a, dude, Pascal is still there. I feel like if Pascal's like, he was savvy. He'd take Pascal. Yeah, come on, like Pascal's a top fifteen player. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay, twenty seven. Yeah, and that puts me on the board. Um, Got options here. Shit, dude. I I I almost want to say Bi, but no, I wouldn't want to do Bi. You got you, don't do Bam. Wouldn't stay away from Bam. Oh, I would I, mean, I, I don't I would never put Bam on my fantasy squad. <laughs> Garland's a beast, honestly. I feel like and Gar, imagine if Garland gets even better than he was last year. No, and he will. He will. I'm not he will. But I I always get kind of reserved when it comes to players who are paired up with another all-star that needs the ball. It it concerns me, you know. Harden is still available. I mean, I'm assuming he he would still be like totally up in the air as if he's going to play or not, though. If, if he's still up in the air, that's a hard no. If if we know where right. he's going, I'll take Harden. A Harden Luca combo. All right, Dame is still there. 
if, okay. in this scenario shit you know what no dude if if let's pretend like we know where harden's going i'm taking harden i'm taking harden if he slips that far and we know where he's going i have That's to go a hell of a pick i have to i don't have an option not to if he's still there and we know where he's going yeah i mean yeah i mean but i feel like if 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 it's like that harden's definitely going like probably first pick of the second round yeah okay For in this, this scenario though yeah, so you would take that risk on Harden, though. This is assuming that it's not settled. Okay. All right. All right. Let's operate under the assumption he's not – we're not sure. Fuck it. I'll take Harden. I'll take Harden. I'd have to. I think it's worth the risk. I mean, Sixers aren't going to fuck around for too long. Like, they did trade Ben Simmons, like, at least at the trade deadline. That's yeah. still half a season, and that's certainly fantasy playoffs. So, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, even if you had – even it, say, you, assuming you – make the playoffs and you still have Harden for the playoffs, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's a top 10 fantasy player for sure. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll take Harden. I'll take Harden my second-round pick. Um, Next is Simon, who took Embiid. Is that the jaw pick? I think that's the jaw pick. He would take jaw. Okay. So, I mean, there's there's, – Dame is still there. Oh, or Dame. And he's not suspended, you know. Yeah. But do we think – I don't think he would take the risk on Dame, honestly. Well, you know what, dude? If we're operating – if we're doing the assumption that we don't know where Harden's going, we have to apply the same thing to Dame. Right. So I, I don't know if he would take that pick. Is that – I mean, Darius Garland. Yeah, Garland could be – He had, I think he had Garland last year too. Maybe Fred not. Van Fleet, Zion. Uh, yeah, honestly, I think he would take Zion. Zion. Yeah, because if Zion's healthy, like if Zion just is, is good to go. Yeah. Bro, Zion's such a, fa- a fantasy monster. Like you would have to, you have to take him in yeah. the second round. That's true. That's true. Is that the whole second round? No, one more pick. Oh, one uh, more. The guy was Jokic, Zach. So you got Demar, you got Freddie, you got PG. He might go PG. I think he had PG last year. P- <laughs> but I know for a fact PG is is not going to be good to go day one. He's he's going to miss a certain a certain amount of time. What's his injury? It's like a knee injury. Oh, okay. Just another another leg injury for him. Maybe Brunson, honestly. Brunson's Brunson's super reliable. If somebody takes Brunson in the second round, that's atrocious. Well, I guess if you're the first pick, it doesn't really matter because he'll have the last pick in the second round and the first pick in the third. And Brunson's not making it to the fourth round, so... Oh, right. And I mean, he's a good player to have. He, he's he's going to get you at least 36, 37 points on a bad night. He is all reliable. That's true. I think, I think Brunson goes to 29. I think that's a good spot for him. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Jokic and Brunson. <sighs> but I don't know. It doesn't sound uh, great. I think, I think he, would ha- he would have to go a little bigger. Maybe I- even Bradley Beal has higher upside. You know what? Maybe he would be. Maybe he would be thinking. You know, I have Jokic. I'm good, and I have the first pick of the third round. I can sustain the jaw suspension. I think that is jaw. Yeah, yeah, dude. There's no way he's got the next pick. He can. He can just decide. He either takes jaw at 29 or he takes jaw at 30. Yeah, I mean, having Jokic on your squad makes up for multiple rounds of shitty picks. Oh yeah, 100. Because he his fantasy lines may like. Once you get into those later rounds, he'll average what three guys average combined. Yeah, honestly, looking at this list, it looks super solid. Okay. 
Let's let's hear it through. Let's hear it through. Okay. So fifteenth pick is LeBron. Fifteenth pick is De'Aaron Fox. Seventeenth pick is Wimby. Eighteenth pick is Laurie. Nineteenth pick is good old Lamelo Cream Pie Ball. <laughs> Twenty is Dejounte Murray. Twenty-one is Jalen Brown. Twenty-two is Kyrie Swerving. Twenty-four is Jimmy Butler. Twenty-five is Josh Giddy. Twenty-six is Pascal Siakam. Twenty-seven is James Harden. Twenty-eight is Zion, and twenty-nine is Jaw. Damn. Okay, that's a really solid, solid list we have. Let me ask you something. What's up? Would you rather take Giddy over Siakam? Yes, hundred percent. Why? Because Giddy's a Giddy is a walking triple double, and I have I would have SGA. So I'm getting, dude. I could get anytime Giddy and Shea play together. I could get 120 points out of the two of them. Anytime they play together, that's that's a crazy boost. Yeah. Imagine if they both have like, say, Shea gets 60 fantasy points, and then Giddy gets 45. That's still an insane amount of points from just two guys. Yeah, that's true. So I think I think I got I need that OKC stack honestly. Really well. Plus, either one would be a a good what's the word? Like say Chet say say Chet needs to eat, and so one of the three has to like make a sacrifice. Yeah. What if if that person's Shea? Well, then it'd be nice to have Giddy in case you know to have some some of that. Makeup, and then if if Giddy ends up taking a hit, well then good thing I have Shea. Yeah, they can't, they'll kind of. Well, hear me out. Like we were saying last week with Tatum and KP, uh, do you think Chet's going to eat into those rebounds for for Giddy? No, I think if anything, he's going to eat into Shea's rebounds because Giddy's bigger than Shea. Like uh, he's he's got more muscle to him. Uh, I think Giddy's going to get his rebounds, honestly. Okay. And Giddy's a much, much more talented passer. Yeah. I think Giddy is a top five passer in the NBA. Like, not in terms of passing to a guy and getting an assist, but just the art of getting a ball to a guy. Yeah. He's got that vision. He's, he's gifted. So. That's true. I think Giddy will be all right. I, and I think I think they'll both be great, honestly. I think it'll be a good thing. If anybody's going to suck for a little bit, it'll be Chet. I don't think Chet is just going to pull up and – you know, command and demand the rock. Like he's going to be number three. He'll probably get 15 points a game, high twenties on a good night, 10 rebounds, couple assists. And like, yeah. that's cool, but it's not going to get in the way of SGA and Giddy. No way. Yeah. Okay. I, I can get down with that, especially since he's a rook. Yeah, he's a rook. This will be Giddy and SGA's third year together. Yep. They got rapport. They got chemistry. So yeah. I think I think it's a juicy stack. Plus, like I said before, I have an early third round pick, so yeah, I'm sure I'll still like my options in the third round. Sure, and I'm I'm right there with you with an early third round pick. Right, third round will be a juicy one too, dude. If John Morant is sitting there in the third round, I'm taking him immediately. I think I think that's fair. I, I would probably do that honestly. Nah, you would have to. It's John Morant. And the third, yeah, assume I don't know because I, I if I get SGA and Giddy, I'm super guard heavy already. I would have to go get a big man in the third. You probably have to get Cat. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. At the at the top of the third, I mean, say Cat, if if Cat averages forty, which is totally doable for him, 
I'll yeah. be all right with that. Easily. He's an easy 20, 24 and 10 guy. And you know, what if, what if, because Rudy Lowkey sucks. Like, yeah. what if they get so fed up with him, they just end up benching him? And then, like, because they're not going to bench Cat. Or they get so sick of it, they end up, they would have to trade Cat. They can't trade Rudy. Like, they've invested way too much in him. Yeah. I think Cat would be better on any other team. Literally any other team, I think he would be better. So I wouldn't even be mad. I, I think I think he'll have a much better year next year than he did last year. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Plus, Cat's got that spacing to him. You know, he can shoot. He can do well. That he's a great shooter for a big man. I don't know if you know. Some people say he's like one of the best big man shooters ever. I don't know about that, but I've heard that too. And I, you know what? I don't necessarily disagree with it. Man, there's just the. I think it's too. I mean, I uh, I guess. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with it, honestly. I mean, he is a hell of a shooter for a big guy. Let me see. Let me see what he, his three point average is. I'm sure it's surprising. He averages 1.6 <coughs> made per game. Was that career or was that last year? Career, and he he's averaging a 40 percent three point average for his career. For that's a big so, guy, I mean, that's, that's crazy for, for a – is he six foot? He's got to be, right? Or at least close. I mean, not six foot, seven he, foot. Yeah, he's, I think he's pushing seven feet. Wow. That's he might crazy. be like 6'11". Yeah, I would take Cat. I mean, let's see. I say I have an early start at the fifth pick. Cat would probably – honestly, Cat would probably be a top three pick in the third round. I'd probably have to get Vucevic. Vucci? I think Vucci will be there for me. Wait, I mean, Vucci in the third—that's that's good. Nobody's taking Vucevic in the in the second round. He should be chilling by the time right that fifth pick in the third round comes around. I don't think I'd take Bi again that early. I mean, he he ended up fucking me over pretty hardcore. Yeah, he did that to me two seasons ago. So I feel yeah, that I'll, I'll let him be some someone else's problem. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Damn, dude. I think we have a nice second round. Uh, selection there dude honestly i wouldn't be surprised if this ends up being spot on we'll see man i i'm almost concerned that the people in our league are gonna hear it and then make other picks just to spite us Nah, because i I think i think the our prediction is so accurate they're just gonna agree they're just gonna tell their tell themselves oh yeah i would take that i would take that guy that's exactly what i would do it's not like we're making predictions that are ass. I think I think what we're talking about is I think it's accurate. Fair enough. I mean, it all de- it honestly all depends on Damon Harden as well. Like, I think if Damon Harden are good to go, then it's going to throw off a lot of stuff. But if they're not, then this is. You think if Ben Simmons never sat out for like a full season, we'd be dealing with the shit we're dealing with right now when it comes to Dame and it comes to Harden? No, I mean you got the whole thing with with KD and his toe on the line as well. That's that's also just crazy. Like if he was just an inch behind, like what could have been? Right. The the Nets were killing the 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 Bucks up to a point. I mean they they if they were going to win a championship, it, it was going to be that year for sure. That was definitely their best shot. The Nets never seemed to learn though that they can't just give up their whole fucking future. I know dumb ownership. It's another example of incompetency at the highest level. Like you need a good front office to win. The big time. And it's so rare to find like a an elite front office. It truly is. It's it's harder it's harder to find a good front office than it is to find a, a good player for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily. 
Shit, man. Well, I think we hit a good first or second round there. Um, so with that, you want to jump into the tourney a little bit? The new tourney that's coming yes. up? Yes. Yes, yeah, dude. Man. Tourney talk. Tourney talk. Tourney, tourney talk and cream pies, baby. Tourney talk and cream pies. That's what we do. Okay. I mean, group predictions? They've already are – you, are you just saying who wins each group? Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me pull up each group real quick. I think the Celtics are going to – easily win their group they have like the raptors and some other bullshit squads in there yeah because like honestly i think teams are going to take it seriously i think people who are hating on it are just dumb asses yep all right all right like, so here we go i have the i have the groups right here so in the west group a is the grizzlies the suns the lakers the jazz and the trailblazers who you got out of those five i'm taking i'm taking the suns I think it's the, the first. Okay, no, who wins the group? Um, yeah, I think the Suns would win it. I think yeah. eh, maybe maybe the Lakers. The yeah. the cool thing about these cup games or these cup tournaments, uh, as, as far as I don't know in basketball, but in in soccer, the uh, underdog teams tend to perform better than you would think. Okay. Because it's it's very common for teams that are favorited to do well to play a weaker roster than they, than they usually would because maybe they view it as as not as significant yeah so you know i think um i wouldn't i definitely wouldn't sleep on the jazz honestly uh i'm gonna stay sleeping <laughs> just just in terms of, of the cup i'm not saying uh no i know in, i know even in the cup um i'm i'm sleep you think the Suns just cakewalk walk to that group? It's, dude. Even the shit, dude. I don't know. Even the Grizzlies could have a shot at that. Because if Jaw, I, I think Jaw will be suspended the whole time, though. I don't think Jaw will be available to play at all. This this thing starts after his suspension is done, though. No, it ends after. It, it, I think the the final of this tournament is in like November or or December. NBA game coverage group play will consist of doubleheader on Friday, November 24th. Oh, it starts in November. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, only 25 games. He's definitely going to miss some of it. But, yeah, I think I think he'll be available for – Well, if he doesn't play that first round, then they're donezo. Yeah, they're, without Jaw, they're done. There's, I mean, there's there's no way. They I mean, lost Marcus those... Jones, and Marcus Smart is not going to be the facilitator <laughs> that Jaw is. And the key to the, these formats is depth. Yep. You know, especially if they have to play. I mean, they're going to have to play a game at least not the next day, but the day after the next day. Yeah. I mean, who's the Grizzlies' best backup point guard? Kennedy Chandler? That dude's kind of trash. Well, yeah, they're probably going to have smart running point. Or didn't they get – no, they got rid of Tyus Jones. Damn. Yeah, he's, a he's a wizard now. Wow. He's a wizard, Harry. So who do you think gets second in that group, though? I think it's a toss-up between the Lakers and the Jazz. I'll say Lakers just because Braun. I'm going to say that I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go the Suns. I think the Suns win that group, and then the Lakers are the runner-up. I think it'll be Suns and Jazz. Suns and Jazz? I mean, yeah. I, I can get down with that, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll we can see. agree to disagree. I mean, we want to bet on it? A dollar? I'll bet a dollar on it. Dollar on it? Dollar. Just – I mean, I think I – think, Suns will win that group too, but just the second place, I think. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll put a buck on it. I'll put a buck on the Lakers. All right. Come on, Lori. 
All right, we got we got West Group B. We got the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Pelicans, the Mavericks, and the Rockets. Who you got? So I think the Nuggets are going to be super interested in repeating championships. Yeah. So I think they're going to be the least interested team in trying in this tournament. Yeah. So I honestly can see them not even giving a shit about it. I, I, I can see them just tanking in the tournament, honestly. I can see Jokic literally not even knowing this is, exists. Right. Like maybe Jokic doesn't even play in, in cup games. Yeah, I, yeah, they'll play him. I mean, they have to play him. I mean, if, if if they take it seriously, Nuggets are winning that group for sure. Yeah. And then second place probably would be... Clips. It's got to be the Clips. Well, maybe... Nah, it'd be the Mavericks. If Mavs can figure that shit out this year, they could be in second. And we got a Euro boy. Like, I think any team with a, with a European guy that's familiar with this kind of format is going to be so hype. Yeah. Because, like... In European soccer, this kind of thing, like an in-season tournament, is so common, and people actually really like it. So, I know for a fact, like Luca, especially because he played for Real Madrid's basketball team. Luca's probably the most hyped player for this out of any of them. I can see that. So, okay. So we got we got. Well, shit. Who do we have winning then? That group, I think Nuggets. Nuggets. Okay. I think it'll be Nuggets and Mavs. I hope. I mean, I, I don't think the. I think. Fuck, what if they choke, though? That's 50-50 between Clippers and Mavericks. Because, I mean, we're starting to get to a point where the Clippers, if they don't win or do anything special in the next year, year and a half, two years, it's a fucking it's – a, it's a total failure. It's nut up or shut up, bro. It's, it's yeah. nut up or shut up for them. It's officially nut up or shut up season because Kawhi's 30-something, PG is 30-something. It's If they don't start doing anything, it, this – Whole team was a, a catastrophic failure. I thought I, catastrophic for sure. I mean, I think I can. I think the wheels are falling off right now. I mean, I think Kawhi and I think Kawhi's cooked. Obviously, yeah. I mean, Kawhi's totally cooked. He's gonna have the same injury problems next year. Hundred percent. I would put all my money on it. And PG is starting to become cooked. I mean that that last injury he sustained is not a, a light one at all. Yeah, and he's not a young man either to bounce back from it, NBA terms. I mean, obviously, exactly. he's a young age, but but NBA-wise, he's he's on the older spectrum. Yeah, and the tournament is is early in the season. You know, what if, I mean, Kawhi, Kawhi's not going to play every tournament game. He doesn't even play half of the regular season games. Yeah. and, and I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised so- if Kawhi didn't play at all in the tournament, honestly. Yeah, and it's, it seems like the biggest thing that people get out of winning this tourney is funds, money in their own yeah. personal bank accounts, which... I, I think that's a big deal for, for most role players, though, honestly, because they, each player gets a fat amount of money. Role players, yes, but a guy like Kawhi, two hundred fifty grand or whatever the, whatever the winning money is, that's a drop in the bucket. He doesn't give a shit about that. Yeah, exactly. So think, think about the teams with the players that on the lowest contracts. I think those are the teams that you're going to see the most effort from. Yeah. Like for like for example, the Jazz, like their highest played player is Laurie. But if you compare Laurie's salary to like, you know, Kawhi's, Luca's, PG's, it's probably less. Yeah. A little bit. So. I mean, and they have more players on lower lower salaries than like, you know, the Clippers have hell of people making hell of money. So you're right. Actually, I feel like 
it's not as interesting to the players on the highest contracts for sure. Yeah, I mean, other than for the glory, they don't care. Um, so all and, right. and people are hating. I don't know how much glory. I mean, in my opinion, there's a lot of glory in it. It's the inaugural cup. Yeah, it's a big deal, I think. But yeah. people are hating, man. People are. I see a lot of hate. It's crazy. People can shut the hell up. I think. Uh, yeah, they're dumb. They people don't like. It's great. Games. They don't like new things. But I think we're all gonna really enjoy this tournament. Yeah, and I, honestly, I don't even see it as a change. Right? It's just an addition. Like nothing's changing about the sport. It's just more basketball, and and right. it's it's a different format as well. Like for example, the finals one game. It's not a series. Yeah. You know, if anything, it's enabling us to see things about the sport without actually like permanently changing the actual path to the Larry O'Brien. Cause I know for, I know for me, like I've seen some playoff series. I'm like, damn it. I wonder what the series would be like. If it was just one game, like win or go home, like, like the freaking uh, March madness tournament, you know, now they got a, a, a tournament that has that same format. There's a trophy at the end and it is not having any kind of real impact on the other trophy. They just kind of walk hand in hand. Yep. And a team could win a double. That's so sick. In freaking soccer, in uh, European soccer, the biggest accomplishment is winning multiple trophies. Because there's like at least, at least in England, you can win four different trophies in one season. So, and the, and the more you win them, the better. So like winning, imagine if a team could wins the cup and the NBA final. Right. Dude, that would be so sick. And then that would start to become a thing. Teams would start wanting to do that because nothing is more, nothing would be more dominant in the sport than winning both the trophies. Damn. Oh, man. That's fucking exciting. I know. Then it would start to become a real, like, okay, we got to become a really good fucking team because we want to win this double. And then say a team does win the double, like, you would want to repeat that. Like, man, like in soccer, Man City, they just won this thing called the Treble, which is just like they won three major trophies. And they want to do it again. And other teams don't want them to do it again. So they're, you know, loading up, getting better. And that's, and it's, it's, it's hype. It's going to be awesome. It's, it it depends on the team's investment. Like, hopefully they try. Hopefully the best players play. Hopefully there's good games. All right. We got four more groups to get through. Um, So we got the Nugs winning out of the West B. Let's say, all right, let's jump into West C, the last West group. We have the Kings. The Warriors, the Timberwolves, OKC, and San Antonio. I personally, it's got to be the Warriors. I hate Warriors and Kings. Walk, Damn, it's so tough though because Thunder and Thunder could be scrappy, and so could the Spurs. I mean, because the Spurs, the Spurs are not going to be a playoff team. No, no, no. Spurs so what if they what if they go hard as fuck in the in the cup? Like, say the say the the Warriors and Kings definitely want to win championship yeah I'm, I'm sticking with the warriors on that group there i, I mean yeah they're, they're, the they're one the game in nation, you have steph draining 12 threes in someone's mouth i mean what are you gonna do and like yeah they're all a little bit older whatever they didn't really lose anybody this offseason um that'd be huge for his legacy honestly i mean if steph wins the first nba cup he's a top two player of all time for sure he did revolutionize the game. I mean, he's got four chips already. Four. He's got four, four chips. chips and an NBA Cup, and it's the inaugural one. Go, 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 go. Yeah. All right. So let's just let's just say Warriors. I mean, let's just say they have Steph. Yeah. Steph. Okay. 
Let's jump over to the East. Group. Well, wait, a. who gets second in C though? Is it? Do you think it'll be Kings or Thunder? Kings. Yeah, where's the Kings? I think the Kings. Um, all right, East Group A is 76ers, Cavaliers, Hawks, Pacers, and Detroit. Oh, Celtics for sure. No, 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 they weren't in that one. Oh, um, I'm gonna say Cavs. Cavs. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Especially if Harden doesn't end up staying with the Sixers. Cavs. Cavs for sure. All right, Cavs. And then second, maybe the Sixers? Yeah, I, I don't think Hawks, Pacers, or Pistons are, are there yet. No way. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be too busy. I mean, because I think the Hawks want to make a run. Yeah. Hawks are you the know. only team that have a fighting chance between those. It's five so five. situational. Like, it's so situational, this, this cup. Yep. Okay. So we've got Cavs winning, Sixers potentially in second there. Group B, we've got the Bucks, the Knicks, the Heat, the Wizards, and the Hornets. It's probably the Hornets, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. Probably the Bucks. A single game elimination, Giannis is gonna fucking eat them alive. I think I think the Knicks will win this group, honestly. Knicks? You got the Knicks? Yeah, I think the Knicks could win this group. Because I mean, I think this is right up. Thibodeau's alley, this kind of thing. Okay, I, I think he's that. gonna. I think he's gonna eat this up. This whole thing. I think he's gonna have the boys amped and ready. So, damn. Okay. I, I think they have to play. Each team has to play each other twice, hmm. and then the best two teams from each group advance. But it's a point system, so it's like a, a win. A win is three points, and then a loss is zero. Right. So it's basically just whoever has the most points at the end of the group stage advances. Damn. All right. Uh dude, honestly, I'm still gonna stick with the Bucks. So Yeah, I think I think that's safe. I think I think I should pick the Bucks, but I'm feeling Dang. the Knicks on that one. We'll throw that one as a toss up. Um yeah. it could either be the Knicks or the Bucks. It's really hard to decide. Fitty fitty on that one. Fitty fitty. Um and then group C, I mean this shit's a wash. It's the Celtics. So that that's crazy. This is the easiest group in the world, dude. If yeah. the Celtics do not win this group, that's an embarrassment. Absolutely. It's the Celtics, the Nets, the Raptors, the Bulls, and the Magic. Literally none of those teams are making the playoffs other than the Celtics. Yeah. Hey, you know what, though? You know what? I'm worried about the Magic. The Magic. True, is- actually. No, Celtics. that's not even a joke. No, it's not. The The Magic just have the Celtics number, and I don't know why. Maybe it's the size? I don't know. And that's that could be two losses, dude. Two losses in a group stage could be huge. That's, that's the difference between second and third place, honestly. You think Adam Silver knew what he was doing when he put them in that group? He had to. I mean, apparently it was randomly drawn. Bullshit, dude. Nothing in the NBA is random. Right. Okay. I mean, that's just such an easy group. And all the other groups are, like, pretty close. And then you get to that one, and it's like, come on. It makes no sense. It's too easy. I mean, but is it so easy that the Celtics choke? Exactly. You know? I mean, but to be to be fair, that they just need – they don't need to win the group to advance. They They need to – get top two yeah so yeah as a fan i want to say it's a cakewalk but being realistic celtics love losing to the magic they love it yeah, they man, no, i think they they need to beat them well, i don't know i feel like shit dude because i feel like the nets say the nets don't lose a game in the group stage and then the raptors only lose one but then you guys lose both the games to the magic you would lose you wouldn't make it Make it in the other round. So who do you so, got the whole tourney? Who do you think's winning the whole tourney? 
It's so tough. Uh, I'm going to have to look at a bracket. All right. So we had – so between the three teams we had making it out of the West, the Suns, the Nuggets, and the Warriors, who do you think's making it out of the West out of those three? I'm going Warriors. You they're know, old, but they're they're hardcore veterans, all of them at this point. The cum bucket, he's about to have a breakout year. Like they moved okay. Jordan Poole. They I think moved, I think even the Kings number one shot chucker. I think the Kings would would honestly. I think I think the Kings are the are the West team in the in the cup. Okay, so let's change it. Suns, Nuggets, Kings. I got I got the Kings in single in a single elimination format, and the Kings have the most clutch player in the NBA statistically speaking. Yeah, and they and have Fox, the Fox was, huh? They have the poor, poor man's Jokic and Fox. Fox is literally the best fourth quarter player in the NBA. Yeah, you just need one good fourth quarter from that guy, and you're on to the next round. That's true. That's true. Need, so, and I mean, I think the Kings know that they have a much better chance at winning the cup than they do the championship. Yeah. And they still have Sabonis is still young, Fox is still young. They still have time to win a championship. So, okay, I'm with that. All right, so the Kings make it out of the West. I've been a Warriors hater forever. Like I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Curry just fucking He's destroys still- everybody. Yeah, me neither. Um, all right, so let's pretend that the Kings make it out. So then in the East we have the Cavs. Who do you want to? You want to? The Bucks or the Knicks? That's tough. Well, I, I think Bucks and Knicks definitely are the two teams that make it out of that group, for sure. Well, they can't both make it. No, yeah, two two teams advance out of a group. Oh, out of each group. Yeah, and then that becomes the the tournament. Oh, I see. Okay. Actually, I could be wrong. One, two, well, either three. way, dude, we're trying to get to the finals. Who's winning the whole thing? So between those two. True. Give me the Bucks. Give me the Bucks. Yeah. All right. Single so, elimination and they have Giannis. Yeah. That's that's Milwaukee hands down. All right. So let's say the Bucks, the Cavs, and I mean we have to say the Celtics for now because otherwise we just look silly. Dude, I can totally see the Celtics going for it. I mean they have a young coach, they have a young core. Yeah. I mean, right. they're still they're still the Celtics. They're still like they were the best team in the, in the NBA last year up until they got eliminated. All right. They could they could easily take this to the so final. Between so, who do you think is going to the finals? The Celts? I don't know. I yeah yeah yeah. I think so. All right. So it'd be it's Kansas. either going to be Boston or or the Bucks. That I feel like the Boston and the Bucks are going to have to play each other in the. East yeah. final for sure. And give me the Celtics over the Bucks all day, every day. All day, every day. Yeah, you got one game, Tatum. Like, come on, sack up. If Tatum sacks up, I'm taking Boston. Yep. All right. So, so then we got Boston versus Sacktown, in my opinion. And then I got to take the Celtics over that. I would take the Celtics as well. Oh, I don't know, man. Because the, the Kings are really – if all you need is one night out of them, I, like I'm not – you know – I don't know how good they are at a series yet, but if it's just one game, they're yeah. a pretty damn good team. And Sabonis is another guy who loves to dog the Celts. He loves it. And what if they don't have KP? I don't, I don't, you know, I think there's a big chance KP is not there. Yeah, I do too. With that, with that foot injury. Without KP, I think the Kings could win. 
if by a miracle we get him back, I think the Celtics take it. Yeah, I think so. Damn. Damn, man. I can't wait for this fucking thing. It's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, and I, I forget who said it, and we were talking about it a little bit before we jumped on. Um, somebody was saying that whoever wins this should get an automatic bid into playoffs. I think that's a great idea. Maybe not the one seed, but I think they if you win this tournament, you should get an automatic bid in. I don't know because what it like say because the two teams that we picked to go to the final, Celtics and Kings, they're gonna make the playoffs regardless for sure. Right. So I don't even I don't know. Like that would only mean something to like maybe the Rockets or the Blazers. Yeah. Or the Hornets, but there's no way the Hornets. There's no way any of those teams are winning the the championship. There's no way. Right, but uh, hear me out. Let's pretend. Let's pretend that Wembenyama, the greatest player we've ever seen, and he leads the his team to win this shit, and they just get to skip the play in and become the eighth seed in playoffs. I don't know because there, there's still a lot of ball left to be played after the tournament's over. Mm-hmm. So if they win and they know they're guaranteed a playoff spot, they could essentially just not try for the rest of the season until the playoffs. Yeah, but all right. So let's let's say they add that you become if you win this, you get an automatic bid. That gives those players that we were just saying the money is not a, a factor for them. That gives them an incentive to want to care about it. Yeah, in in a way, it, I don't know because. I think the good teams are, are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that that kind of thing really only would matter to a team that, like, is looking at 10th seed or lower, or, or I guess ninth. you know, wait, no, 11th seed, because you still have the play-in. So even if you're a low-seed team, you, you still have a chance with the play-in. So I think, I don't know, I think, I think that's, there could be a better one. There could be a better incentive. Okay. Yeah, I can get down with that. Like, uh, uh, I mean, what would I think the money? I mean, the money, right? Maybe, maybe it would. It would have to be something financial, but not in terms of like paying the players in cash. Like, what if it was like a salary cap increase, or like you know, an increase on your vet minimum, or you know, something that would make it more advantageous for you to make your roster better. Yeah. Okay. But then also that just depends because, like we said, what if the Celtics just steamroll it and they they literally don't need any help to make yeah. the? How about this? A um a guaranteed top ten draft pick. They have an or an increase. I like. Yeah, I think that's good actually because you have so many teams that have traded away their first round pick for like the next five years. Yeah. I think that's a great idea actually. But so, is that an untradable pick? Yeah, an untradable potential top ten pick. Because what if a team just gets that and then they just trade it? Right. That'd be so lame. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So let's 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 that be yeah. Instead of an automatic bid to playoffs, you get a, an automatic top ten. Honestly, I, I think I think there's enough glory in winning a trophy. I think. Yeah. You know, you're bringing honor to your city. You're bringing an accomplishment to the people who invest their time and money into caring and watching you know your team play with a ball so i think and the trophy looks pretty cool i mean it's a giant cup but like that's that's dope i like that i like a big shiny cup hey fill it with some cream pie 
Dude, I love cups and I love cream pies. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I think anybody listening can agree. We love cups and cream pies. Yeah. I think it, it, if if you have the two confused and you just don't know what you're doing in life. <laughs> cups, cream pies, period. Dude, they're like peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like Hennessy and Gatorade. <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch and milk. Hell of a combo. Hell of a combo. One, one of the best combos that human beings have ever created. White people and Birkenstocks. It's just unbeatable. Well, you can beat it, but... <laughs> right, salmon and a nice flowing river. <laughs> it's cold. It's temperate. It's got a nice current. No bears. You're just a salmon just floating down the stream. Hell yes. Stream of seam. Stream of seam. For that cream. <laughs> Pie. <laughs> oh, shit. Let me, uh, let me ask you something, man. What's up? Waho or IHOP? Waffle House, 100%. Waffle House, yeah, I agree. I concur. Waffle House for sure. If you pick IHOP over Waffle House, there's something wrong with you. Dude, don't get me wrong. I love a good pancake. And the stuff they have on their menus looks great. Looks really tasty, but I've, I've you can have a crack a crackhead running a Waho, and they're still gonna get you your food. I've been to Waho. Quickly. I've been to IHOPs that are ran by crackheads, and I have I've never even been served at them. It's not the same vibe. I know. I agree. It's it's a totally different thing. Like, I think it's because it's so the Waffle House menu is so simple yeah. that it's not challenging for somebody who's on crack. Okay. You know, I, obviously, I've never done crack. But I feel like it's probably pretty hard to uh, function if you're on crack, right? So imagine if all you had to do is pour some batter into a a waffle iron or make an omelet. Mm. You know, you got to crack an egg. You got to find the ham chunks. You got to find the tomatoes. Then you have to make an omelet and you're on crack. Like, you're not going to do that. You're going to make an omelet. The fuck? But you can dump some batter into a waffle iron. You probably don't even have to look while you're doing it. Get yeah, some chocolate milk. I think Wahoo's the superior. So Plus, oh, dude, I might go fuck around and get some right now. Yeah, a little hungover Wahoo is not the same as a little hungover IHOP. Not even close. Nah. I, eating IHOP while you're hungover would just make you more sick. Yeah, too sweet. Yeah, you're going straight to the toilet as soon yeah. as you finish eating. Wahoo's got that sustenance that you need. Yeah, that grease. That grease, dude. That good grease. Straight straight for your veins. Right, and you can get some delicious butter. Syrup is on point. Do you ever ask for the chocolate milk? Yeah, the chocolate milk goes crazy. Chocolate milk is always ice cold. Come on. Freaking ask uh, (laughs) Candy. The, the the person working there to give you some more for free, she will. It's just chocolate milk. Just give me wow. some more. Come on. What's, what's your best fast food burger? Ah, it's tough. Yeah, right I now, I got to say In-N-Out for sure. In-N-Out, dude. That's yeah, such a good yeah. Ah, I don't know. I don't, In-N-Out's so delicious, honestly. It's tasty, but, I mean, Whataburger. Those Whataburgers... Oh. No, dude, it's I love Whataburger. Don't get me wrong, but the ones by me 
are horrible. Mm, but that's and it's definitely, it's, it's definitely because the people who work there, but dude, they will give me things that are totally unedible. Fair, fair. But and it's not Whataburger's fault. Not Whataburger's fault. That's the point. Yeah. It's their fault. It's the workers that work there. It's their fault. But In and Out's always on point. Ah, that's true. That's true. In and Out's the same everywhere you go. It, it, it's it's hard to find a good Whataburger, which is a shame. But I have one. I have one that's that's from the top ropes. A Wendy's Baconator. Dude, I just had one like a day ago. Oof, it's hard to oh. beat the Baconator. Actually, I'm changing mine to the Baconator for sure. Yeah, man, that Wendy's. Oh baconator. no, but then, dude, have you ever had the Bacon Western from Carl's Jr.? No. Oh my God, it's actually delicious. Better than the Baconator? Oh, kinda. I mean, so the it has standard fast food patty, but then it has barbecue sauce and onion rings. Dude, so there I was, barbecue sauce on my titties. <laughs> right, barbecue sauce on them titties. Cream pie to your left, cream pie to your right. <laughs> Bacon Western burger on your plate. So are you Jack, locking, are you locking in Carl's Jr.? I mean, that's a good burger. I wouldn't say it's the best, but I'd say if if you're on the go, like say you're on a road trip and you're you pass by Carl's Jr., definitely stop there and get a bacon western burger for sure. Damn. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm locking in Wendy's. I'm locking in a Wendy's burger. But damn, I mean they're they're I mean That's my final answer. Jack in the box, the buttery jack. Jack in the Crack is terrible. Bro, the Buttery Jack. Nah. Buttery Jack all down my crack, dude. dude. Buttery Jack, get the fuck out of here. It's a good one, especially if it's not like super dry, like a like a shoe. <laughs> if you get if you get a Buttery Jack and it's not dry like a shoe, it is six out of ten. That's not the best burger, though. <laughs> That's not the best one, but it, it's notable. It's notable. That's fair. It's a it's an honorable mention. I mean, I like a lot of fast food burgers. I think Burger King is garbage. Shouldn't no, even be classified as food. No, dude. I, I fuck with a good BK. Oh, I can't. I love their theme song, though. But BK's their not burgers are just so, like, meh. Good I fries. Might, I might catch some heat for it, but I fuck with BK. I never, they have good shakes. Ooh, yeah. Well, I've dude, had good BK on. from time to time. Shakes. Wendy's? They're Frosties and fries? Come on. Next too question. Thick. Too thick for me. Dude, you're, you're a big Wendy's guy. I guess I am. I didn't realize yeah. <laughs> right now. I guess I am. Bacon eaters and fucking Frosties. Do you live by a Wendy's? Yeah. That, that explains it. I mean, I, I like, like Wendy's. I really do, but. I do live by a Wendy's. It sounds like your your favorite fast food meal is just a number two from Wendy's with a, with a shake. You might have me dead to rights there. I mean, to be honest, you can't go wrong with a Baconator. If you don't like a Baconator, fuck you. If you don't chew big red, fuck you. I'm rookie Bobby. If you don't chew big red, then fuck you. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself. A fucking baconators, dude. Yeah, fire. Can't go wrong. I went. I went to Wendy's the other day, and they made me a baconator, and they put so much bacon on that bad boy. It hurt my teeth. There Good. was so much bacon. Good. Yeah, I, I still enjoyed it. Damn, yeah, dude. I think Wendy's might be might be the goat. I think I think I'm gonna stick with my my favorite fast food burger being the bacon western from Carl's J. Hot take, but I respect it. It's good, man. It's so good. Would you? Put, I feel like I'm missing some. I feel like I'm missing. 
We could be. I mean, people will say McDonald's, but like McDonald's. Nah, come on now. If, you, if, you're, if your best burger is McDonald's, you just, you have a horrible palate. Yeah. Expand your palate. Go to Wendy's. Expand your palate, dude. Get some cream pie. Get some cream pie in there. Come on. Get a McDick's cream pie. Come on. Yeah. That McDick. Yeah. You fuck with McRib, though? Oh, I fuck with McRib. But you know, you know they're not going to do it anymore. Oh, what? Last year was the apparently the last McRib year ever. What the hell? Damn, I missed yeah, it. That's why all that promo was like golden and stuff. That's terrible. I know. I had about 50 of them, I think. I didn't even have one. I missed the last fucking season. You didn't have one McRib, dude? No. Oh, man, you got to hit up eBay. I'm sure there's some McRibs floating around on like Amazon or something. Yeah, they've been chilling. I'm sure they're they're still good. You got some freeze dried McRib. Yo, I um, know it's it's tough. I I love the McRib. So we were talking before we fired it up. What are a couple of things you would change about airlines to make them more enjoyable? Okay, this is a, a fantastic question. I'd make them a little wider. Sure. I'd make the ceilings a little taller. Okay. And then I'd make the windows larger. Damn. Like longer, you know, like more, like a, like like a giant window, like just huge like windows. Long window along it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But okay. still with the ability for individuals to close it, so like still blinds, you know. Yeah. But big fucking windows, right? So and what it, you're envisioning is almost like a limo in the air. Yes, but also a grassy area, fake grass, turf for dogs. It's like a separate room that is like, you can't even smell it, for dogs to piss and shit in. That way, dogs can just be chilling in the plane. But what about all the people who are allergic to dogs? I would, I mean, that's kind of, it's up to them. I feel like they would have to suck it up and just put on some headphones. Put on some headphones, sleep it out. Sure, yeah, headphones always beat allergies, definitely. Right, just just listen to your favorite music and 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 just smile <laughs> through the uh, through all the pain. Sure, as a, as a guy who, as a guy who owns a pit bull mix, I can't bring my dog on an airplane. I'm I'm legally not allowed to. Well, I would change that. I would change that immediately. Me too, dude. I I think pit bulls are one of the most hated dogs for. Yeah, there's all kinds of stories and shit, but there's plenty of dog. I, the only dog I've ever been bit by myself was a lab. I've been bit in the Same. hand. Same. I've never been bit by a pit bull or a German Shepherd or a Doberman. A fucking lab. Labs are feisty. It can be. Yeah, labs are a feisty critter. I, I got bit by a lab as well. Yeah. Goddamn son of a bitch bit me right on the arm. Dude, the one that I was chilling with, I was giving him pets. We were hanging out. Same. I walked, I walked away for 10 seconds, came back, let him sniff my hand as a little dog handshake, say, what's up? And he bit me. Yeah. Bro, that's literally like basically the same thing that happened to me. Fucking my neighbor's dog was chilling. I had met this dog before. His dog knew me. I walk up to him. I'm like, hey, Sonny. His name was Sonny. What's up, man? I'm petting him, letting him sniff my hand. This, this dog sniffed my hand at first and was being cool at first let me start petting him like on his head you know yep like i reached my arm a little bit further the rest the rest of my arm is a little bit closer to him right yep. this son of a bitch just grabs my wrist 
bites the living shit out of me. Start bleeding all over the place. I'm screaming like a little baby. Dude, it's scary. It's scary when you get bit. Oh, yeah, for real. Like, dogs are, when dogs want to be, they can fuck you up. Yeah. Definitely. Dogs don't, dogs don't play. But with that, every every pit I've ever met, every intimidating dog is well-tempered. I don't think they get the reputation they deserve. Yeah, there's a lot of stigma for sure. And it's a bit upsetting. I love my dog. Yeah, but a couple of things about I, I wouldn't take my dogs on a plane either, actually. Yeah. Maybe that's a <laughs> shitty idea. <laughs> I'd be so pissed if I'm trying to fly somewhere and then there's just dogs shitting all over the place. Yeah, one idea I'd have for a uh, airplane, just cream pies, free cream pies. Free cream pies for, for everybody. Yeah. Endless cream pies. Yeah, I like that. Endless cream pies. <laughs> <laughs> just just like you sit down, the, you know when they bring you your pretzels, free cream pie. Yeah, that'd be sick, actually. And they had like a little a little variety of cream pie. Yeah. A little scotch cream pie, a little, uh, you know, some Pringles in cream pie. Sure. And you know what? I have another idea. And this may draw some heat. But if you weigh over 200 pounds, <laughs> you have to buy two tickets. 200? Maybe, yeah, 200. 200? I feel like there's a lot of people that are 200 pounds. You're right. You're right. Let me let me up that. Maybe 350. 300. I'm going, if you're 300 pounds and you're not seven feet tall, you're probably fat. <laughs> ah, ah, it's a tough one. It's a tough Even one. Even if you're a muscular mommy or daddy, like buy two tickets if you're 300 pounds of muscle. Or we make the planes bigger, therefore making the seats bigger. Fair, fair. I like make that. the seats bigger. They're only so small and there are only so many in the planes because they're just trying to maximize profit. Yeah. If you just minus, if you if you took ten chairs out of a plane, just ten, I, that would still probably open up a ton of space. Yeah. Oh yeah, easily. Right, and then you, making the seats more appealing would probably allow for them to raise the cost. More people wouldn't mind flying because the seats would be more comfortable. Yeah. I know. From my dad hates flying because he fucking hates the seats and he hates the whole experience. And like I hate the experience too. Flying sucks. Yeah. You got to sit in an uncomfortable seat. Some kid is kicking you in the back. Someone hey. keeps fucking farting, dude. I had to sit next to somebody who kept farting on this plane that literally wouldn't stop. <laughs> I thought the fucking I thought the fucking gas masks were going to fall from the ceiling. Yeah, I've let it kept farting, bro. And they I've weren't even quiet about it. I've let a couple huh? rip plane. Come on now. A couple's fine, okay? <laughs> it, the, the smell of fart never <laughs> left the air. The whole fucking flight. Even like, with the re, uh, refreshing or whatever, the ventilation? No. Damn. No. This person kept letting it fucking rip. Dude, they must have been eating uh, some Carl's Jr. before they got on. God God only knows they were eating. <laughs> but it, it affected the rest of the plane for sure. <laughs> I wasn't the only one. There's no way I was the only one. You know there's, I, there was some old guy behind me. That I, I kept going, like, Jesus! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is that fucking smell? <laughs> fucking person just kept fucking ripping. Unbelievable. Damn, man. Poor guy. I hope he's still... I hope he's it was still a woman. 
Uh, that doesn't matter. It could have been a guy. Still would have been annoying. But this oh, was I just mean poor, poor old man who was <laughs> holy. <laughs> I mean, he was further away than I was. <laughs> Fucking son of a bitch! You think you think he was having it bad? He was just being a pussy. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> did, a, did a goddamn animal die? Oh, got shit. some rotten cream pie in the back or something? What's going on? That's some Tim Robinson shit right there. Oh, boy. All right, man. Well, shit, dude. I think that's a, another episode right there. I think it is. Man, another one in the books. Beautiful. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, if you are a returning listener, thank you for coming back. If this is your first time tuning in, we appreciate you tuning in. Hopefully, you're back again. Uh, subscribe on Twitter at Point and Pivot. Uh, listen to the music of Point and Pivot at Pasweti Jones on SoundCloud. Uh, and with that, that's another episode. Matt, you want to sign off at all? Uh, yeah. Um, sometimes you can get lost at sea. As long as you have a flotation device, you should be okay. Fuck yeah. I just wanna eat your ass, baby, girl, cause I know that shit This trip is like my long haul I be eating ass in the trap because that shit's so delicious Tell me, baby, what you want, I got like 15 kids on my own jeans I just roll up like 50 G's and when we go up, I'm smoking up going to the clouds, I go Yeah, I'm in the cut, I'm in the cut me and the fucking boys already know what's up, you know The Boston Celtics suck a big fat dick Donald's Mavericks with Kyrie Irving With the bouncing balls and shit Indiana's got some cold water Take a hard and big out in Indiana Take that shit just for a struggle Big bouncy booty cheeks all over me I got booty cheeks for me to know what's up I just wanna see the oil trip, trip, trip down on your shit like I don't give a 